Hello everyone and I am back. So I have been unemployed for seven, eight months and believe it or not I've never ever faced something like this in my entire life. Like I know I'm young and everything and the market is not great. I have many excuses as to why this year has been the worst year for me as in mentally, physically, Financially, I feel I feel like I haven't achieved anything this year. Like, this podcast is not any sort of podcast to advise you on anything. But it's just to give you an update about how life has been during unemployment. Now, during my unemployment, the first few months, I tried to stay positive as much as possible. You know, like, like wake up early go to the gym, come back and apply. I'm not going to lie. Then I hit, hit March. I started going to the gym later, like 11, 12 o'clock, I'd go to gym. And then I found my gym crush and kind of motivated me to keep going at the gym. And then I come home and I'm looking at the laptop and I'm fucking fuming. Like, I don't know why, but I'm just so angry at every single thing. And it's just like, oh, well, in this mindset, you will never manifest the job you want. Keep going, Anamika, and you will never get anything. And it's like, wow, like, how am I supposed to stay happy and smiley and positive when nothing positive is happening? So this year has been a very scary year because it's like, I don't know what is my actual lesson here, but I definitely don't feel good about this year. Like, if I have to say 2023... In, in the next coming years, if I am successful, I will never consider 2023 as anything in my life. I will consider it as zero. I'll consider it as a year that never happened because A, can we explain why the year is going so fast? Like super fast. And uh, B, my friends are getting married, engaged, having babies. Well, one of my friends had a baby. Um, and I'm not... The thing is, here's the thing, I'm not even pressured by that either. I'm pressured by financial success because my mind has been on money. <laughs> money is literally everything and that's what this year has taught me. But finding a job in a really job bad job market has been a nightmare. Now, I don't know how everyone deals with unemployment. You know, a lot of people I see, they'd be like, oh, come with me to do to deal with unemployment and they will be actually waking up six o'clock in the morning, meditating, heading the gym, then coming home, cooking breakfast and then applying for jobs. Please tell me this is just a robot answering this question. Please tell me this is not humans because this is not me. I can guarantee you I could do that for probably two weeks. After the second week, waking up, waking up in the morning is hard. Now, I don't know whether, you know, my even my body knows, like, when I have work, when I have school, when I have anything, I my body adjusts straight away and I'm like, you need to get to work, you need to wake up. I will wake up. But you know, that since I've been unemployed, I don't feel like waking up. Like, I literally don't want to wake up. I'm like, oh, please, I don't want to wake up, I don't want to wake up. It's just the stress of getting up. I can't do it. I just don't want to wake up. And sometimes I just wish that just it'll be the last to wake up. Like, I don't want to wake up the next morning. And I keep wishing that because it's like that. 
it's so depressing, you know. Wake up, go back to that same old lifestyle. Search, 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 get rejected, rejected, rejected. And it's like getting a bit... It's not that I'm not used to rejection, of course. I know that being part of the media industry does mean rejection. But this kind of rejection is quite annoying because I remember I applied for this position and I almost got through to the third stage, but they didn't have a third stage. They introduced the third stage in between the interview stages. And I was like, why? Are you even allowed to do that? And these employers who have to employ us, they seem to be having a chip on the shoulder. Like, I don't want to be rude, but it's like, yes, we want the job, but disrespect won't be taken, right? You can't disrespect us. You can't disvalue our time. Maybe because we're unemployed, you think our time is not valuable. But then I've seen so many people do that. You know, like I'll be sitting there waiting for an interview and they don't even fucking show up. So it's not even being rejected. It's about this consistency of finding immature and unprofessional people throughout my pathway. And that's just been very very annoying and then there's a simple company there's like one company i i definitely really want to work with i'm not going to mention the name of it because it's a very big brand and the fact that i managed to get an interview with them i couldn't believe it but have you heard of the deja vu moment so i had an interview with this company in march and um i was going through an agency and the agency said to me oh um sorry namika the reason we put you forward for the interview was because just in case the person who interviewed was not successful in the second stage. So they told me that you might have to do the interview, might not have to. And I was like, okay, that's that's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. And I sat pre- prepping every week. I was sat there prepping, prepping, prepping. No matter how much you fucking prep for these interviews, it's never fucking enough. It's like, They'll ask you the most oddest question. What have you been doing during unemployment? What the fuck do you want me to answer? Oh, well, it has been a very glorifying moment. Let me tell you what I've been doing. I've been working out. I've been working out how to not fucking die. That's what I've been doing. I've been working out how to find a fucking job. What do you expect the answer to be? What have you been doing? You know the job market is bad. Why the fuck ask these questions? Why would you ask these silly questions, guys? Like, why are you asking me this question? You know the job market is terrible. Not long ago, they had a job fair and I saw the whole entire England over there. Okay, I swear to God, it was a packed event. And that's when I felt good about myself. Like, you know what? I shouldn't feel bad that I'm unemployed. There's several people out there that are unemployed just like me, right? But I'm not finding that as... A peaceful answer for myself because I don't want to be that unemployed person. I've never been unemployed. Never. There's always something going on in my life. I can give you a whole, a whole timeline of when since the age of 16 till 26, I have been working my ass off. Well, sorry, not 26, 25. Since I've turned 26, I don't know whether it's a bad luck, bad year, I don't know what it is, but there's not been a single movement. It's just been so fucking stagnant. How are you supposed to be positive? So people will come up on TikTok saying, be positive, be positive. Fuck off. I can't be positive. I am not happy about being unemployed at all. Okay? 
and you know when people say oh you know you should be grateful yes i am grateful i am grateful that my family does not make me feel like shit for being unemployed for this long i am grateful that i don't have bills to pay because i have family who've been supporting me i am grateful for that but i want a job because i don't want job for money i want job because mentally it keeps you going mentally you're doing something you're focused on something you're working you're doing something and I don't think you know this, but people even retire. They go back to work because they can't sit at home doing nothing. They don't want to be useless. Same, same thing. I don't want to be useless either. But I feel like a useless couch potato because I'm doing nothing. Nothing. So whenever these interviewers ask me, so you've been unemployed since December. What have you been doing? I mean, what the fuck do you want me to say? Let me say, okay, what kind of glorifying answer do you want let me tell you okay fine um i've been traveling the world i have been these are the answers they expect yeah i've been traveling the world i have been taking extensive courses to improve myself to get into employment i have been working my ass off to look for a job i've been attending social events even though i don't have money to pay for fucking train stations but i still make it because I'm so enthusiastic about looking for a job that it doesn't matter if I'm penniless on the fucking train. I'm sorry. First of all, to do a course, you still need fucking money. No course is free. And the ones that are free, they don't even acknowledge it. So how the fuck do you want me to answer this question? So I've been to... The worst part for me in this year is the fact that I've hit so low that I had to, I had to go to the job centre. And I hated it every minute of there. I have been crying my eyes out because I never ever thought I would ever reach them. I always thought I would be, I would be so successful in life, I would never have to face such a situation in my life. That was my biggest nightmare. My nightmare came true, going to job centre. I never wanted to go there and I tried stalling it for so long, like, no, 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 I'm sure I'll get a job, I'll get a job, I'll get a job. I was supposed to sign up in March. I signed up in August. Believe me, I am disgusted with myself. Trust me, I am. But it's like, it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to be? Like, and the fact is that when I went to job center, I don't know why I opened my fat gob and said I had anxiety, that they started, you know, got this fucking people from another charity organization trying to help me out find a job. And they sending me petty shitty like jobs for, for or to apply for. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm not applying for that job. It's not even good pay. Secondly, it's not even my criteria. But when I went to the job centre, they said to me, maybe the problem is you should apply for a different role. And it's not the different role, sweetheart. Because if that, if that means I have to change completely, then why did I do the degree in the first place? Oh, you might as well just try somewhere else. Okay, I did. But I'm not going to go to retail. I'm not joining the academy. I'm not going to join the RSI or whatever, you know. Uh, Air Force and all that bullshit. I am not joining that shit. Okay, I have a goal, I have a dream, and I'll do anything in my life to purpose for, to fulfill it. Now I know in the meantime, till I don't have it, I'm happy to work in retail. But believe it or not, I have worked in retail all my life, and all these retail places have rejected me. And the reason being, I'm overqualified or I have too much experience. I don't know what kind of bullshit nonsense shit they come up with, but. I was shocked to hear that a retail rejected me. <laughs> like, excuse me, bruh. 
I have been working my ass off since 16 in retail. Maybe not in big, big jobs, but in shitty retail places. I did. I worked my ass off. Again, I can say it. And the fact that I'm getting rejected by them in, in 2023 is a joke. Is a fucking joke. Like, I don't understand what they fucking expect. Do they want me to show passion for retail? Like, look at me. It's been my dream to work for your company. It has been my dream to work for McDonald's. Is that what you're expecting? Because you know for a full fact that is not true. No one would answer that. So it has been a quite challenging year to like live with yourself, be with that guilt. That doesn't help the body dysmorphia counts. Then, oh my God, there's so much shit happening this year. Like, I don't know whether it's like a self-reflection kind of year, but this year has just been about me. Me not going crazy or me focusing on myself, on my body, my health. So yeah, I have dedicated my entire year to the gym. And believe it or not, yes, I have lost weight. But thanks to Facetune, I don't feel like I've done enough. Like, it's just always there's something there to fuck you up, right? You can never ever be in a successful pathway and be happy. Like, anything you fucking do does not make you happy. Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine used to make me happy. It doesn't anymore, okay? Uh, watching Modern Family used to make me happy. It doesn't make me happy anymore, okay? Going for, out for a walk, I have to think twice because of anxiety. Secondly, going to the gym, I have to think about the timing because there's so many people that come and da 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 It's like, oh fuck, anxiety there. Friends, I make friends. They only want to use me because they want to speak about their ish- issues and they never want to listen about mine. And boyfriends, I don't have any, don't want to talk to anyone. I'm just so quiet, not, not even bothered to even make it or initiate a conversation with any Tom, Dick and Harry. Literally this year, summed up, is fucked. This should be one of the black outcasted years in my lifetime. The worst fucking year ever. Worst. The only thing I can probably say I'm proud of is yes, I've lost weight, but... I don't know why I had this urge to download this Facetune app. And I'm going to be honest with you, but I, I get it. I get it, females. I get, I get, understand why women my age or women younger than me are, are so obsessed with this shit because it's so sad how this app has objectified our bodies, like literally. And in the sense that we're literally looking at it and thinking it's realistic. I'm like saying to people, look, I am a wide woman. I'm a wide-shaped woman. So if I lose weight, I will lose weight, but I will never be a tinier size. Like my waist won't go smaller automatically because of my built. My built is very different. And to explain that to people, people are like, no, 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 you just need to work a little bit harder. No, I know my body. What are you telling me about my body? I know my fucking body more than you do. Excuse me? So when people turn around and tell me that, I'm like... I legit don't want to be sexualized, but I literally do have to tell them, like, feel my bones. Literally feel my bones and you will understand what I'm saying. Why I'm saying why my built is this way. Yes, I have a little bit of a lower pooch and i got to work on that. But I guarantee you my waist will never be 20. I will never be one of those Korean women who can go that tiny because it's just impossible. Even if I did dieting and ate boiled eggs and green tea every single day, no way in hell... Would I ever reach that far? It will never happen. It's just in, impossible because of my bill. Unless I break my bones and, you know, get a surgery done and try to, you know, I don't know, fit in. Then maybe yes, possibly. 
happen, but I don't want to go there. But the fact is, our world, sorry, not our world, our women are so obsessed with the small waist. Why? Why are you so obsessed with small waist? Like, it's not such a big deal. Like, honestly, we are women. We're going to have babies and pushing out babies out of your fucking vagina. You're literally expecting yourself to be a size zero all the time. And I don't know whether this is society pressure or whether it's men's preference. And I don't know if it is men's preference, but if it isn't, if it is, then that's ridiculous because they should try being us. Do you know one thing I've realized during this weight loss thing is that men get it easier. Men don't have to deal with the hormones and bullshit, you know, like we do. So we have a hard time losing weight because of uh, hormones. And if they're not balanced, you're fucked. So there's so much to learn with fucking hormones, okay? And men, you could be on a, you can let you challenge a man on the fucking treadmill 30 minutes each. And I can guarantee you, he'll burn 900 calories and you'll just about burn 300. Because that's just how our body, guys, take it easy. Our body is just like that. Unfortunately, there are so many women on TikTok, Instagram that morph their bodies and make us believe that these things are possible when it's not. None of it is possible. I really feel like social media, like people who post fake shit should be banned. You know, like I can guarantee you like there was this guy talking shit about Hinduism and I really wanted to write, send a video back, but it got taken off because of guidelines and all I was saying is don't talk shit about Hinduism till you don't know about it and it got banned because it's like misguiding people and the worst thing is how did he manage to say shit about Hinduism and his video was not taken off how did that matter how did that make sense like I didn't get it how the fuck did that happen so I feel like TikTok is quite biased towards other religions and hates Hinduism and that is an issue we should definitely put forward because that's not fair and these videos where women are going to the gym they're heavily pregnant but they're picking up a fucking dumbbell making you feel like shit that during your pregnancy all you're doing is stuffing your face why are people doing that why are you all making each other make you feel like shit like every woman is in a competition with another woman i just feel that even going to the gym there was this woman who you who um very old woman but she was very fit I don't see her as a, I see her as inspiration, but I don't see her as, oh, I need to be like that. No, I just says that, you know, like one day, you know, in, in, in hope when I get to your age, I can remain as consistent as you are. I don't want to be her. No way do I want to be that muscular. No way I want to be that toned. Like, it's not a requirement everyone wants to do, you know. Everyone just hits the gym to be healthy. Not everyone wants to be bulky. Or, or like muscular and the women who want to be it's not a big deal you should be whatever you want to be you be comfortable with it but what you're doing is don't impose it on other people and I've seen people put, impose all these things on TikTok like oh you know um this is my workout split of how I got this back this is my workout split of how I got these legs guarantee you yeah you could follow it and you still won't get it because our bodies are different and this is what everyone fails to forget to, to say in the every video that our bodies are different. What works for me won't work for you. What works for you won't work for me. Some people do the hula hoop and lose fucking belly fat, inches like that. And no, it doesn't work on everyone. It works on different people. Different exercise, different outcomes. For me, 
what has been the huge outcome for me has been barbell squats. Since I've been picking up heavy, going heavy in the fucking gym, I feel like it's helped me gain endurance and strength and lose weight. And I never ever thought in my life that I would lose weight for my thighs because my thighs have been a very hard part to lose from. Like, I'm not so much worried about my belly, but I'm, I've always been annoyed about my thighs because I can never ever find a perfect pair of jeans. Never. And the fact is I have managed to find jeans in a shop shocked me. That's when I realised, oh shit, I have made fucking progress. Why can't I see it? Why can't I see it? Why can't I be happy? You know, and, and I'm just like, it's just never enough. And then seeing this app being introduced, I really do wonder what was this person's intention, the person who created it? Why did they int- intend to create it? Like, they should just delete it and get rid of it, ban it. Because not just adults, young girls, 15, 16 year old girls are on those apps and they're using that and they're thinking that this is healthy. I don't want, I just want to say this clearly. Everybody has different body, have different, uh, sorry, everybody has different genes. Everybody has different metabolism. So many people can eat shit and never put on weight. Remember that, right? I have a cousin who can eat as much as he wants and he will never gain a pound. In fact, he loses it. He loses muscle mass really quickly. And he gets really annoyed because if he doesn't hit the gym, he will lose all his muscle. I wish that would be my concern, but it's not. My concern is, oh no, I'm going to get bloated or... I'm going to get fat, you know, and it's just unfortunate that people like that do get away with it. And it does really boil my blood because it's like, God, why not make it even for everyone? Make it even for everyone, you know. Um, but initially, people who like that, they their metabolism slows down when they grow up. So once they're older, they will put on weight and they won't like, they'll have to work hard to lose weight. So... I'm not wishing bad or good upon anyone. I'm just trying to say that everyone has different bodies. Appreciate it. Appreciate your body. Your body is your vessel. Your body does so much for you. Fucking appreciate it. Okay? Love the shit out of you. Love the body you have because that body is pumping blood. Not another person's body is pumping blood and so you can survive. Your own heart is pumping blood for you. So just be grateful for your own fucking body. And the fact is, I really can't get over this app, yeah? And I can't... And I know that people in my family are fatphobic. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard of something called slimphobic. But fatphobic is very real. I've seen it. I've seen people say, oh my god, I don't want to be fat. I've seen people who have given birth to three babies be like, oh my god, I've lost all my body now. I'm all fat. Seriously? Cut yourself some slack. You've pushed three babies. And now the expectation is Kylie Jenner goes, gives birth and then her belly's flat and everyone thinks that, oh, uh, she's been working out. No, she's been getting a surgery done, sweetheart. So all these people you look up to, they're into surgeries. I know someone who got a gastric sleeve because they were too big and they couldn't understand portion size and all that. That is fine. Asking for help is not a big deal. But... If you are taking help, don't forget to mention it. And if you don't want to mention it, that's totally fine. But that's just for people to know that it's 
just don't believe everything you see. And it's really sad because I literally took the picture, put it on Facetune and tried to put my waist size down. And it's quite bad because it actually mentally fucked me right now because I'm thinking, oh my God, I would have looked so much better if I had a smaller waist. Then I looked at myself and said, no, no one, Anika. I slapped myself. No one, Anika, you have come such a long way. Do not let this app ruin what you've gained, right? So I sent it to my mom. I sent it to my sisters. And the first thing they said is, you can work towards it. And that really got to me because I'm just there like, are you really expecting me to go that? Are you expecting my size to go that way? First of all, being unemployed. Can I say one more thing? Because I know someone, one of my friends who's unemployed like me and we met up and she says to me, Nalika, can I be honest with you? I says, yeah, go on. I just, I just don't feel satisfied. I just don't feel satisfied with anything I eat. I just want to keep constantly snacking. And I said, it's because we're bored and we don't have a job. And I will be honest with you, that has been me. Lately, I have been just emotionally eating because I'm so stressed about my job what's going to happen am I going to get a job and being unemployed for so long is it looking bad on my resume will no one give me a job will everything fuck up with is this year going to end anytime soon can I just get the fuck out of this year can I just die because it's just so much right and I said to my sister as well like I get a bit cranky I get annoyed she's just just frustrated because you don't have a job and I was like yeah but it's just I don't know how to explain to them yeah, I am frustrated, I'm cranky, I'm upset, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I don't understand how people be like, when they're stressed, they can't eat. I can eat, I can eat. If I want to eat, I can eat an entire fucking fridge, but I have to control myself. To say to myself, I'll work my fucking ass off in the gym, don't eat it. But the thing is, I have never understood the whole calorie deficit thing, I'll be honest with you. I tried it, it just made me want to binge more, because it's just, I can't do counting calories, like... I can eat healthy, but I'm not going to count calories. Uh-uh. I've just discovered a really liking for cottage cheese. So since then, that has been my new binge snack. So <laughs> I know it's not like, it's not too bad calorie wise, but it's not too good for my skin because it's too much dairy. So it's like, there's no winning. <laughs> I can't even eat a snack without worrying about everything. Like it's just, this year has just been really fucked up. Like friends wise. Food wise, like, okay, I feel like my relationship with food has improved, but because I'm bored, I just want to snack. And no matter how many, whoever says water fills you up while you're dieting, you're wrong. Because I have drank gallons and gallons of water and I'm still fucking hungry. So (laughs) maybe it's because I'm so stressed and I just need to eat and I just want to, I just avoid eating. So whenever I try to avoid eating, I just drink. And then my mum would be like, no, eat something so you don't feel hungry. But I'll be like, no, 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 I don't want to. That was when I was in a calorie deficit. I just constantly drank water. It was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, so much calorie, so much calorie. And it's just like, because of that, I just drank too much water. But then I heard someone died from drinking too much water. I was just like, okay, fine, now what do I do now? So then I found my snack, which is popcorn. Yeah, I found popcorn and I think I'm okay now. It's just like I started walking, going for walks and drinking water and like drinking coffee to suppress my appetite. Um, Because I'm not going to lie, intermittent fasting kind of puts you in a calorie deficit. So 
You don't need to keep counting your calories. But being jobless and having this emotional stress on you, anyone will feel like eating, you know? It's not such a big deal. And it's not a big deal if you are snacking too much. Just just be aware of it and stop. Or be aware of it and create snacks that you know that will be healthier for you. So I started shopping for healthier snacks. I'm saying I even make my own snacks. Like I've heard about cottage cheese and strawberries. Sounds really weird, but it actually does taste nice and definitely have a go. Please do try it. Uh, blueberries. I love blueberries. And if they're sweet, I can eat the entire container like that. <laughs> and blueberries are very low in calorie and low in sugar, so you can eat it. So I'm looking for alternative snacks to eat constantly when I'm feeling really, really hungry. Um, so since I've discovered that it's because I'm bored, stressed, I try to like say to myself, you know, what would have been better is every day if I hit the gym, I won't feel this way. So I've been trying to stay in the gym, trying to go to the gym every day, so I don't eat the entire fucking fridge. <laughs> because what I'm doing, I'm coming back from the gym and I'm, I'm literally in, with my laptop writing. And I, sometimes I can feel like, even though I've eaten, I still feel like I need to eat. But now what I'm going to do is I'm going to like become so lazy that I can't walk to the fridge. So it won't let me snack too much. But here's the thing. That's just part of it. Part of unemployment, unfortunately. It, people put on weight during their unemployment days. It does happen. But because I've been, my, I've been in the gym and since whenever I go to the gym, I don't feel the need to snack too much, which is weird because it's like, hmm, how does that work? But whenever I hit the gym and I come back home, I have my breakfast and everything, I'm fine. It's just when I don't go to the gym, I want to eat everything. <laughs> that's when I'm like, well, that's weird. So I guess the key is to keep going to the gym, no matter what, no matter what time it is, no matter what happens. But here's the thing with gym, I have to go around a certain time and it's a quite small gym. So I don't like it when it's too packed with so many people and there's so many people that just keep staring at me for no reason and it just boils my blood. Yes, my gym crush does stare at me, but he doesn't talk to me. So we're good. Like, I think that's what I wanted. I don't want him to talk to me because I'm not, in this year, I'm not initiating romance. I'm not initiating friendship. I'm not initiating new family members. I don't want anything. This year, I just want job. I want money. I want money. Dinero. I need money. I want money. I will have money. I'm trying to do my affirmations every single day. I've been blowing cinnamon every fucking single day. And I still feel the money coming to my house. But staying positive is the key, right? How do you stay positive? Well, I'm going to have to learn that one because I don't know. And then I've heard about chakras. So here's the thing. If you want to learn about chakras, I'm definitely going to... You know, put my Instagram page on this because I'm going to talk about chakras. I know so much about it and I've learned so much about it. Mudras, chakras, they have been very, very helpful to understand life. Mudras, there's so many mudras you can do for anxiety, for depression, for... I've even seen celebrities use mudras during interviews and there's a reason why they keep their hands like that Okay, there's a power, powerful mudra, mudras. So Ronaldo, Obama, they use mudras during their interview. If you ever watch, 
a clip of Obama or Ronaldo's interview, check how their hands are. Look at their hands and whatever they're doing, they're doing it for a fucking reason. Mudras fucking work. I'm telling you because I tried this mudra and I was trying to manifest something and I did it with mudras and it worked. I can't tell you how, but it fucking worked. And I was like, what? How? And it did. But here's the thing with mudras, you have to be peace and quiet when you're meditating because you have to do it in a meditative state or while you're meditating, you should keep those mudras there or you can chant om, om, om. And honestly, I'm not very big on meditation because I can't do it. Like no matter how hard I try to silence my mind, I can't do it. You know, it's it's very hard. Like, I don't know, because in my head, I'm like, you want to be a writer. You are not going to be a writer. Nothing's going to happen for you. Blah, 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 blah. My brain is like constantly shouting at me. Right. And then I had a thing with someone during COVID and he's like popping up in my Instagram every single day. So I'm just there like, please, God, find a solution for this man. Get rid of him or bring him to me. Whatever you want to do, just make it clear because it's very confusing. Yes, I did catch feelings for him. I'm still I still have feelings for him. And that's probably why I don't want to talk to anyone or get to know anyone, because I really liked our conversations and I really got to know him but then again I've never met him so I don't know if I should move on from it or forget about it or remove him from my Instagram thanks to Instagram I can actually remove people which is actually gonna be good for me but here's the thing I have done a bit of stalking and I found that he's a really good person good family good everything and yes you guys can say that but social media is fake it wasn't social media it was through <laughs> through his mom's Instagram that I found stuff about him and his issues and family and stuff and I have a lot of respect for him now like I can't hate him like even if I wanted to I I just can't find the find it in me to hate him like I, I not saying I love the guy but I definitely do have a bit of strong feelings for him until they don't go I don't think it's fair for me to to make something up with anyone else because I'm always constantly conscious about posting like will you like it will you like it and to, to solve the mystery right now, I don't want to keep you hanging. Uh, he does not, definitely does not like me anymore. <laughs> like, it's not even improved by my, he's not even impressed by my gym post. So, yeah, he's a lost cause. He lost me. He lost me. Because I am the fucking prize. Like, you know, like Laurie Harvey said, that you are the prize. And he lost the prize, guys. He lost the prize. Because every time I post a picture, I do get this feeling, oh my god, I hope he likes it. Because every time I would post, he would like it. But this year, I think he swore to his earth that he was never going to like a single picture of me. He didn't. He didn't like a single picture of mine. I'm like, oh, hmm. Okay. So he posted on the same day as me. And I did not like his picture. I'm a bit petty like that, you know. <laughs> if you don't like mine, I'm not liking yours. But yeah, we're definitely going to talk about chakras, um, mudras. And... I've heard about grounding. Grounding is so good. It's like if you walk barefoot on the grass, any grass, or hug a tree or anything, it sounds really really ridiculous, but it actually works. Like I cannot tell you, but it fucking works, okay? You balance all your chakras. So someone told me, Anamika, like some psychic came to my house and she was like, can I tell you something? And I was like, yeah. And she told me 
everyone in the households whose chakra is blocked and who's not. And for me, she said to me, your solar plexus chakra and your crown chakra is blocked. Okay, and I was fuming. I was like, what? She said, this is the reason why things are not working out for you. But every person I meet says this to me, that in five years, something's happening really big. You are going to do something really big in five years. And I was like, this year has just gone because I have not done anything. So what am I going to do in five years? I wonder. But I'm keeping positive and staying, trying to stay positive because I want to know what is happening in five years or can I just fall asleep and wake up in those five years and find out what is actually happening? She says, just something's happening. I can't tell you because I'm not too, like, I know something's happening, but I don't, I can't say it. Like, it is something to do with being broadcasted or something. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to be on BBC, huh? <laughs> I don't want to be on BBC. That would be, no, I don't want to be on BBC. That's for sure. But, um. I wonder what's happening in those five years. And you know what? In those five years, I will tell you guys as well. Because I don't I don't know. These psychics be telling me shit. The psychic even told my mom and dad that I'm going to be the one to put their name in the sky. That's like a Hindi saying. Like, something like that. I don't know. It means like writing your name, your mom's name in the stars. Like... I literally don't know why they think I'm the smartest because if I have to be honest with you, education-wise, study-wise, I literally passed. I did not, like, perform the best. You know, I've just, I just about passed. Right, nothing so, so great about that. Um, Story-wise, I write a lot of stories. I've been working on my new script. Unfortunately, I have to pay for subscription for the software I've been using, so I've put my writing on hold for now. To like get a job and pay for the software. I know that sounds really sad. <laughs> it really does. Because I love writing. And I remember I on Saturday I went to this place. Like a really posh bar or a cafe you could call it. I'm not going to say where it is because I don't want to like bring uninte- <laughs> uninvited attention there. <laughs> As in like I don't want people to come there because it's a nice quiet par- area. And I got work done. Okay, I started writing my script and I finished like at least 12 pages and I was like, that's just 12 minutes, not a lot, but I got distracted because my friend came over and then we went out to eat and then we chilled. So yeah, I kind of did, I could have got more work done, but I will definitely go there again. And I saw so many intellectual, intellectual, uh, intellectually intelligent men like, I'm talking about businessmen. And I'm just literally, like, I've heard so many people saying, if you want to be a screenwriter, please pay attention to your surroundings. And I've been hearing their conversations, and you really do think, what do they talk about? And I'm not going to joke around with you. They literally talk about what you think they do. Actually talk about fucking analytical shit. And I couldn't understand a single word he was saying. He was so fucking smart for me that I couldn't understand a single thing he was talking about. But he was talking about, you know, the, the, the market, the shares and all that stuff. And I'm like, like, I want to pay attention. I want to learn from this. But I'm not learning because I'm not able to grasp what he's saying. But I was overhearing his conversation. And then one by one, everyone came to that table. So I was wondering, like, are they friends? Are they not? And um, for a second, I thought they were just strangers. And they met here and they started talking. But they were actually business partners. And I was like, oh, wow. 
wow. And I was just so impressed by the way they talk and the way they carry themselves, the way they walk, the way they dress. And it's literally, when you become classy, you, it just comes with it. Everything comes with it. The personality, the glow, the, the, the dress-up sense, you know, the style. I can guarantee you one thing, even if I become rich tomorrow, my dress-up sense is going to still be the same. I'm terrible at dressing up. I mean, I'm going to need a designer to actually fucking tell me what to wear because I I don't know. Like, I even when I go to the gym, I feel like people make fun of my fashion sense. Like, I, I have a feeling that, I don't know why, but my, deep down in my brain, I'm like, I bet my crush is laughing at the clothes I'm wearing. My anxiety says that to me because I just wear really odd colours and just go to the gym. I just wear any top I find in my gym, but in my cupboard and wear it because majority of the tops are, because I'm an introvert, I stay at home, I don't really go out much. I don't even have much outgoing tops. So when I lost weight, I had to do some shopping because I don't have tops to wear to go out. And since crop top has become the fashion, the need to have a flat stomach has become even more worse. Like, oh no, I can't wear this. I don't have a flat stomach. But then there's so many influences. Thanks to those influences on TikTok, especially the ones who encourage women to wear whatever they want. I really, really like you because you really have changed my life. I never wanted to wear a crop top, but you know what? I have been inspired by you. So thank you. If you're listening and you do those TikToks, this is a thank you to you because you have encouraged that confidence. You have told me to not give a fuck about people and I'm not. I wore a crop top and I wore jeans and I was on edge thinking people are staring. I was like, yeah. But really and truly, nobody was staring at my body. Everyone was staring at my eyes because I did really good eye makeup. So, you were right. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone just, you know, they're doing their own thing and you're right. And that was that was the best thing I did because even though I told my friend, like, do I look nice? She's like, oh my God, like, stop asking me that. You look amazing. Just keep it on and let's go. And we did that. Anyways, this is the life update. I'm sorry it wasn't the podcast you guys were expecting. I hope that next time when I do a podcast, it will be more positive. But I apologize. I just wanted to be real with my listeners. And I know you might have, <laughs> you might hate me more because I've been too real <laughs> or been talking too much because, you know. But we definitely will talk about chakras and mudras and I will put in my Instagram ID, which I will be doing, because I'm going to do a, a review for uh, Bollywood and Hollywood movies, um, according, like, in my own opinion. So I've done an Instagram page for that, and in that I'm going to also talk about chakras and mudras, um, because I think it's so important to understand uh, the chakras. It literally explains life and how to deal with anything that comes in your life. So definitely stay tuned to that because that will be interestingly and it will be positive because I will try and stay positive and try and encourage my um listeners also I want to end up with saying and on the note saying that I'm sorry if you must have felt that my podcast was too much or a bit overly powerful <laughs> um overwhelming <laughs> but if you are unemployed like me I'm sure you understand the struggle and just know that we're in this together. We will fight unemployment together. We will find a job. I guarantee you, I'm manifesting that all my listeners who are unemployed, who are not happy with a job, 
and myself too, that we will find a job by the end of this year. By the end of this year, we will all be in financially abundant places with amazing jobs, amazing incomes and making all our dreams come true. So nothing wish. I wish I wish you all nothing but the best. And I just hope that the rest of the year is great for all of you. Thank you and take care.